0: welcome welcome everybody we are back with another edition of the severe MMA podcast and today it is our yearly awards edition of the podcast we are going to be announcing the winners from the fighter of the year to the Irish fighter of the Year and beyond loads of Irish awards these are have become pretty prestigious awards especially in Ireland and beyond as well so we're delighted to uh, to get back and, and to do them again today I'm joined by Graham today to, to do all that before we get into all of that we must tell you that this episode is Brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped Whether it's for your friend or your friend in your pants You can make this a season to be jolly with Manscaped Do your little drummer by a favour and use Lawn more 4.0 To avoid another silent night in the bedroom uh, Then add in Manscaped's top of the line shower products To have the people thinking all I want for Christmas is you Santa cares about his sack and so should you So use the promo code SEVERE MMA at Manscaped.com and get free shipping and 20% off. manscape performance package, platinum package even. Blandon Package 4.0 is a one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all this holiday season. Um, It has everything from that aforementioned performance package plus the ultra-premium body wash, uh, the 2-in-1 shampoo and conditioner, and the ultra-premium deodorant uh, as well. It's the best way to smell fresh from your Santa hat to your candy cane. Everyone knows this stage about the Lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer, Uh, the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer with the advanced uh, proprietary skin theft technology. Um, They're both waterproof. So there's no issue uh, clearing the snow out of your dry bed. There's also the 4000K LED light so you can light the way for Rudolph. Now you've groomed all of that, you can talk about the uh, the shower products as well. Uh, Manscaped shower gear is sulfate-free, vegan, uh, and made to have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. But smelling good doesn't stop at the shower. The crop uh, preserver, ball deodorant, crop provider, ball toner can solve stank problems all day long. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. The Platinum Package 4.0 sitting on the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirit. And for the perfect st- perfect stuffing stuffer, there is that body buffer as well. It makes exfoliating easy, better than the old loofah. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code SEVEREMMA at manscaped.com. It's 20% off of free shipping using the code SEVEREMMA at manscaped.com. Get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. And as you're doing that as well, Graham, as you're on your computer uh, there, the, the, do you know what? Why don't, why don't you why don't you pick up a, why don't you pick up a VPN? You know I, I would definitely recommend our friends over at VPN. You could switch your virtual location to a country um, that's showing whatever you want. Whether it's a sports event like Bellator, like if you're in <laughs> if you're in America, you can go to the UK and watch the PFL for free. Uh, from uh, for a couple of weeks ago there, and I'm sure there'll be loads and loads of more stuff. Same with one championship. So it's great for uh, MMA fans. Absolutely brilliant. NordVPN saves money to protect you as well from cybercrime. I can change my virtual location and sign up for the subscription service via other countries and pay a much cheaper price. I can also book flights uh, and holidays via other countries and pay less. NordVPN essentially pays for itself uh, in savings. It's really, really, really good. So it's a one-step shop for all things cybersecurity as well. It's incredibly easy for me to use and just one-click and I am protected. I don't uh, have to be a tech genius to use it with a NordVPN account. I can have up to six devices protected. No longer have to worry about hackers, malicious sites, and pop-ups for the price of a cup of coffee a month. I have complete peace of mind knowing that my devices are absolutely protected. So it's a small price to pay for cybersecurity and access to a vast amount of entertaining content from all over the world. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash severe May to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus four months for free. It's completely risk-free with NordVPN's 30-day money-back guarantee. So exclusive NordVPN deal, nordvpn.com forward severe May. Try it risk-free now with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Guarantee. Try it out, everyone. Try it out. Right, Graham. Let's get into the awards. Oh Lord, the, the, the awards this year, there was there was a lot to, to, to dive into, a lot to talk about, a lot to get to here. We had look, we had some massive moments throughout the year, and I think the massive moments throughout the year, like the Leon Edwards knockout and others, kind of dominated it. Um it it was I don't think it was ever more difficult in terms of uh, uh picking out who won said a fighter of the year and the female fighter of the year and the submission of the year and uh, the maybe not necessarily the dog the, the out of the year but it's I, I think this year more than any was just so filled with MMA you know there was so much UFC so much Bellator so much one championship so much BFL so much cage wires it was just hard to keep on top of it all Graham really wasn't it did you when you were handing in your votes did did you uh did you struggle to kind of keep on top of it all I know I didn't it took me yeah uh, Jesus I- trying,
1: to, trying to remember all the things yeah. even like you have to go back and look at cards and be like oh yeah that card that happened because it all just kind of mows or melds into one for me uh in a way like you kind of think oh when was that even some things that you might have thought happened last or happened last year actually happened at the start of this year and things like that so it's definitely um well as you mentioned there's so much going on even even like you know irish fighters in ksw in in just all over the place so um uh, yeah just uh, a lot of a lot of uh, impressive finishes a lot of good comebacks a lot of good ko's a lot of good performances and all that and you want to make sure you don't miss anybody as well so uh, yeah i think we've come to some uh, really good um winners anyway though so uh, that's the main thing yeah i, I think you know maybe Maybe a few years ago, these awards would be a lot easier. But with with forty odd UFC uh, events a year, it's it's really difficult. And maybe maybe people will be shouting, "Oh, what about this? What about this?" But um, you know, it's all about opinions as well. And I think um, in my, I put in, into my votes anyway. I put a lot into the jeopardy and the the kind of level um of the of the event or of the. Um, the win or whatever you know, the opponent is definitely important in my opinion, and um, the level that it was at and all that stuff. So yeah, I think um, you know, as you mentioned, these these awards are um, becoming prestigious. <laughs> you know, we even have a little um, a little plaque and all that we that we got made last year and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, I think um, you know, seeing the reaction to the people who won it last year and all that definitely um, you know uh, adds a bit of adds a bit of weight to it as well and. You know the the effort you put in organising it and all is definitely um you know probably overlooked by most people. Uh, but definitely takes a lot of work to to get this right. And you know if we if we were if we were going to do if we we're going to do it we we're going to do it right. You know you know that's how it is over at Spear. Yeah,
0: hundred percent. And shout out to uh, Andy Quilcha, and Ian as well. They were great helps for me this year. They really helped and they helped last year as well. Uh, getting these organisers is such. a... Is really <laughs> it's really tough honestly it's it's just you know email after email and organization after organization and shout out to to Kapoza as well who helped out so our voting panel this year was the, the severe and who all the, the usual lads who you know Carl uh, Pindred as well the the former um Cage Warriors fighter you know who's with SPG with Team KF as well now so I feel like he's kind of uh <laughs> you know a, a a good voice to have in there and Kapoza as well voted he knows everything from all around the world. So. I I feel like we a uh, you know with a good panel of lads. Obviously the lads in the old triangle all covering uh, local Irish MMA as well as knowing the, the UFC and all of that. It was a very, uh, very, very good voices to have there. So I'm I'm happy enough with that. Uh, and uh, yeah, look, the, we we'll get to a couple of the ones throughout it um, in terms of votes. And uh, categories that we might keep, we might not keep um, over the next couple of years. and we, we can discuss them as we go around because we have had all other categories. We have added new categories and things like that, and maybe we need to to clean it up a small bit. There's I think there's one issue as well with the Irish emerging prospect, which we'll uh, we'll talk about when we get to it. But yeah, I would definitely want to shout out the lads, and I appreciate it. and shout out everyone who, as well who uh, who won and everyone who's who's nominated. We we'll talk about some of the nominees here as well, um, and we really put in a lot of effort into this we want to keep these votes um um or we want to make these awards mean something as you just said Graham we want to ma- make them the highest at a high level prestigious awards so we know we've picked the right people it's not it's not always that easy like I, I agree with you as well there so for the knockout of the year and things like that i i i would uh I personally, I like say I like uh, Jackie Buckley against and I That wasn't that meaningful of a fight, but it was such a good knockout. I think it over. And this was obviously a couple of years ago, but I'm just giving the example. It overtakes anything else just because of the quality of it. But say something like a Leon Edwards this year. It was a quality knockout in a massive moment, and I think that is one as well that that should score really, really highly. So I, I'm happy to bring, with that. You know, different opinions. Some people like skill uh, taught in. Taught some people like the um, you know the jeopardy of it and I've no problem with that you know it's all different we have a voting panel of what six or seven I'll count them now in a second Um, but I think say for some of them say for the fire of the year it's very tough but a a lot of the Irish votes I think it's you know, there's a lot of factual based stuff, which we'll get to. And I think that's the way the, the votes, they really have gotten that way this year. I'm very, very happy. with them. I think we got the, all the right people and the Irish ones, uh, especially. So um, it's very good. And it's look, it's very, very tough on some people who achieved an awful lot this year and and didn't end up winning. But we, you know, we had a, a democratic vote and uh, we, we got a winner and we did it that way. So let's get into it, Graham. Um, so, we had the, the voting panel consisted, uh, and I'm not going to give everyone's votes out here just because it's unfair uh, to do it that way. Uh, but we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people voting, which I think is a very, very good mix. I think it's probably the most uh, we've ever had voting. Um, and we, we came out with our eventual winner. So, the first. Uh, category the first award is the fighter of the year and that goes to alexander Volkanovsky. he is the winner of that uh it was a it was a close one um uh, I I was uh, I was writing down the awards and the winners, and I just wrote Alex, and then I came back and I was like, "Hold on, wait." <laughs> which which Alex is? Because there's Volkanovski and Pereira were the two people uh, up for it. Uh, the only other person that received a vote was uh, was Islam Makachev. So you can guess it's five votes for Volkanovski, four votes for um, Pereira, and one vote for Islam Makachev as well. So very very close one there, Graham. You know, you I'm not going to give out anyone's votes as I said. Maybe I'll give out mine. Maybe you'll give out yours, Graham. It was a close-run thing, I think, between the two of them in terms of, like... Pereira came from nowhere you know to to fight for title only three or four fights into his UFC career Volkanovski then fighting at the very very top level obviously looking uh, looking brilliant beating up Chan Sung Jung destroying Max Holloway and all of that where where did you stand on that one I, I think it's I think it's 50-50 between the two of them yeah
1: uh, yeah I think it definitely as you said it definitely came down to the two Alexes and I actually went for Pereira because you know if you had said to me at the start of the year that he would be you know undefeated in the UFC and be the champion having beaten Adesanya Uh, Sylvan Strickland, I definitely wouldn't have believed that. And I kind of expected it more from Alexander Volkanovski, even though, you know, you definitely can't argue with Volkanovski winning. He's at the very, very top level. You know, that division, uh, the featherweight division is... A lot more stacked than the middleweight division as well, which I suppose uh, has to be factored in as well. But just the fact that Alex Bahia ca- kind of came from uh, nowhere and you know kind of against all odds with with kind of half an MMA game and managed to you know stay undefeated and win the belt is it, for me that that gave him the nod. But as I said, you know I've been a big follower of a uh, big fan of uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, kind of talking about how people don't really re- respect his his game as much as they should over the years and stuff like that and. You know, maybe I'm just expecting him to be to put out these performances that he's been putting out against people like Max Holloway, but I know other people weren't and that maybe swayed their vote. But yeah, I think either either Alex is, <laughs> was a worthy winner this year. But yeah, yeah. Bokanowski, you know, as I said, at the very top level against somebody like Max Holloway, who's looked so good for so long. You know, you can't really argue with that.
0: Yeah, 100%. I, I think... Um... Look, Alex Pereira, one of his fights this year was Bruno Silva, the other Sean Strickland, and then Adesanya, you know, it's 50-50 in terms there, I suppose, of quality of opponents as well. Um, it, you know, it was really 50-50. Other people offer, as I said, Makachev got one vote, he beat Bobby Green and finished him, and he fi- finished Charles Oliveira as well, so great year for him, and any other year he might have been right up there, I think. Um, Aljamain Sterling another guy and probably not just because the way his fights went and Ngannou as well the start of the year getting the knockouts so uh, you know we have I don't think there was necessarily a standout from any other organization that would have overtaken either of the two guys at the very very top you know Brendan Lochnan obviously was up there Mercia Mercier was up there as well uh, Patricio was up there but I, I do think uh, the UFC kind of dominated this, the one, this one this year so a very uh very awardy winner Alexander Volkanovsky for our male fighter of the year. The next one is yeah, this no, just
1: before you one. go on. Yeah, you know, most years probably as you said Islam would have won, you know, uh, such a stacked division, the light heavyweight division and, and you know, getting yep. the title in such impressive fashion, but just it's been a crazy year, <laughs> you know, as you mentioned the Alex Pereira thing and uh, Volkanovsky and you know, uh it's kind of a uh worked out as a tough year to to get the to get the crown, unfortunately for Islam. But yeah, definitely a brilliant kind of breakout as a upper echelon guy and showing that he's a championship material, winning the belt. You know, he's definitely worth uh worth a mention anyway.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Um right, I, I have these backwards here now for, for some reason. But I, we will go with female fighter of the year uh next. Um and that was uh Zhang Weili, uh who didn't quite didn't get a unanimous vote. All the votes were either between Zhang Wei or Larissa Pacheco. I think it was seven to three. I'm just looking at it here, but Zhang Wei Li didn't ended up uh winning that. Um, it was a, an unbelievable year for for her and for Pacheco as well. She went two in one year beating Garla Esparza, knocking out Juan and Jetchik, you know, finishing both of them. What a run! I think like you look at the other people up for it, uh, Amanda Nunes had a bit pretty lackluster but a very good win over uh, Juliana Pena Shevchenko split decision Talia Santos was our only fight this year Cyborg had only one fight um, Liz Carmouche up there as well she won uh, beat Juliana Velasquez twice the first of which was a bit weird um, Larissa Pacheco obviously 4-0 this year beat Kayla Harrison as I said she got three votes and definitely deserved it and uh, let me mention as well Zhang Zainan uh, who's 2 and all over in one championship she beat Angela Lee and others, she's a very very good fighter Uh, So I think she was right up there as well. It's difficult as well because, like, you know, sometimes the the level of some promotions, one championship... Uh, especially, has risen so much that they really should be up there, I think, with the likes of PFL or Bellator at the very high level, at least. And, you know, is everyone actually watching? <laughs> Are we seeing all of it? It's, it's very hard to know and very hard to get votes for that. Like, I think she... May, maybe not compared to Zhang and, and Pacheco, especially. But, um, yeah, look, I think Zhang Weili was... It, it, she definitely was the worthy winner in a year when kind of... Uh, the, the very, very top-level women and women's MMA, Nunez, Shevchenko and Kat Harrison... All lost in cyborg only fought once against Blinka. I think uh, she's already winner there, Graham. What, what did you think of, of Zhang taking that one?
1: Yeah, I, I went for her as well. You know, coming back after a pretty disastrous twenty twenty one for obviously getting head kicked knocked out by Rose and then losing that that uh, split decision. You know that that terrible fight. Um, so you know, definitely the the spinning back fist was was uh, was a highlight reel against somebody as good as Joanna. You know, uh, a split decision they'd had before and beating Carla Esparza. Yeah, Carlos Barza. maybe the game has passed her by a little bit, but she went in there and completely dominated and, you know, got the finish in both of those fights against two of the top, top uh, ever in the division. So, yeah, I think Larissa Pacheco is definitely, definitely worth a mention. You know, she's been the busier, the busier of the two, but I think the, the level of competition, obviously Kayla Harrison, that, that decision win uh, is absolutely huge, but, I think Kayla Harrison still is 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 unproven in my mind. You know, I think the the loss to Pacheco kind of shows that. Uh, but yeah, I think she's definitely you know um, the runner up. But yeah, Yang, I think just bounced back really well after a disastrous twenty twenty one and has looked phenomenal. kind of back to where we we thought she was before she lost uh, back to back to Rose. So yeah, brilliant, brilliant from her. Some highlight highlight reel uh, finishes as well. So uh, the wordy winner.
0: Yeah, 100%. I actually thought. I thought Pacheco would get more awards this year than, than she actually did. Um, but uh, we will see. I think I think she may, maybe have won one, but we'll we'll get to that as as we go anyway. But yeah, Zhang Weili definitely a award winner. Um, fight of the year. Uh, this was one that got a, a few different votes here. Um, the winner though is Yuri Prohachka versus Glover Teixeira for the light heavyweight title. Um. Couple, as I said, a couple of different. Shamaya versus Burns was number two. That got uh, got three votes. Paria versus Chandler got a vote. Um, <clears throat> what else got a vote? Uh, polizi versus Barras and Gamrat versus Saryukin got a vote as well. So uh, one, two, three, four votes for Yuri uh, versus Glover versus three for Shamaya versus Burns. So you know it was. Um, that was another very, very close one. There's a lot of good fights this year. Um, some of the other ones we, we mentioned and had nominated, Matt Schnell versus uh, Suma Dejari, uh, Adam Borrocks versus Mads Burnell, Brian Barbarina against Matt Brown, uh, Angel Lee against Joan and Zhang, and you know there were many, many others as well throughout the year. Also, on these nominations, when we kind of sent them out, we told everyone, look, if there's a fighter that's not listed still vote for that <laughs> you know, because there's so many fights there's only so many nominations you can put up but I um, I voted myself for Shemaya versus Burns I thought that was the best because that's my start to fight but Glo- Glover versus Yeri, the kind of way it went not, not necessarily back and forth but maybe Praska was doing well and then Glover was taking over the fight almost oh, about to win yeah the tides kept turning back. the
1: tide yeah. kept turning the jeopardy was there the whole time yeah I went for the I went for UFC 275 uh, Glover and Praska you know, it's a tough one like there's a lot of good fights as you mentioned some of the ones you mentioned they're absolutely brilliant fights and you know could have won on, on another year but just uh you know the back and forth and the late finish and uh the it looked like one guy had kind of missed his chance and then it, oh, it looked like the it was you know just kept swinging back and forth it was just had you on the edge of your seat and it was really high level stuff as well and you know obviously getting the new champion and all that stuff it hasn't really worked out since then obviously for Yuri, but absolutely phenomenal fight had me on the edge of my seat um you know one of them ones where when it's finished you're gonna you kind of you can not sleep
0: <laughs> yeah 100 percent great great fight worthy winner as i said i had Shumaya, but that was that was probably my number one b you know it's so a very very good fight there um submission dear next round did now this is a funny one right so i was getting in the votes and um i had seven votes right in and the winner hadn't got a vote yet. So the last three votes were all for the same submission. And, uh, and that submission ended up winning with, with three votes. So it was Stevie Ray versus Anthony Pettis uh, in their first fight over in the, the PFL. Uh, I really go, what does he call it? The, the Scottish Twister, I think, or something like that. Um, that one, our submission of the year, uh, Matchnell got a couple of votes. Islam got a couple of votes. Incamp got a couple of votes as well. And uh, Andraj versus Lima. So it was. This was very very split. There was what three uh, submissions with two votes one with three votes and then one with one vote so it was that it was that close uh, with all of them but uh, Stevie Rhea, the two of us voted for that Graham <laughs> luckily so we we kind of decided that one I suppose with we, we, we one other person as well but I thought uh, watching that obviously at the time it was one of those shocking submissions that when I think back of the year I really think of that submission, and I really think of that as one of the the top submissions uh, of the year. And to see another couple of uh, people doing it as well, I think that was uh, that was very very good. Like there was some great submissions, like the ones I mentioned: Schnell, Link Camp Andrade. Claudia Poulos got a good one as well over uh, um, Claire Guida. Paul Craig had one. That Luca Palat one in uh, in Dublin was unbelievable. As I mentioned, Makachev uh, as well, and there was one over in. Uh, uh, it was Jean-Paul Lebonskny, uh with a, a scarf hold as well. Uh, w- w- that was a uh, nominated for our, our guy, Gorbac-Hitman, I think, gave us that one. But um, yeah, I think awardee winner, Graham, uh, Stevie Ray, it was, it was a very, very good submission.
1: Yeah, it was. It was brilliant. You know, I remember the Korean Zombie getting the twister and just, you know, that being just so amazing and kind of looking into that and him talking about how he kind of saw it on Eddie Bravo on uh, on YouTube and stuff and it reminded me of that. You know, obviously it obviously was a bit modified. It was a modified twister, but also, it has to be noted is Pettis, maybe, you know, people think, oh, Pettis is a striker, his wrestling is lacking, yes. but his his grappling is actually really good. You know, he submitted Benson Henderson to win the the lightweight belt. He, he's got some really good submissions. He's good off his back. He, you know, he's had a couple of, he had a weird one where he kind of popped his rib in a, in a body triangle where he submitted, but he's not an easy, he's not an easy guy to submit. And, you know, that was an absolutely huge win for Stevie Ray. You know, obviously he went on to, to back it up afterwards, but... That was an absolutely massive win you know it, it, it was against a former ufc champion it was in the in the, the tournament it, it could have led to a million you know, at the time it was absolutely massive and it was uh you know i love uh something different than mma we see a lot of kind of the same obviously i'm a, like you know it's great to see the the same techniques thrown with with uh with, with such a high level and all that stuff but it's also good to have uh different things mixed in there and to see something maybe you haven't seen before or you don't see that often and Against such a high-level uh, guy like Pettis, it's just a really, really good fin- a really good uh, submission, uh, and at a really, really high level. I know Pettis maybe isn't where he, where he used to be, but you know, I think he's still a really, really you know well-rounded. Uh, striker and grappler obviously the wrestling is lacking but we've seen we've seen many a guy not be able to put Pettis away on the ground and Stevie Ray you know is uh, probably the biggest win of his career to date and to get it in such kind of unexpected and uh, unique fashion is definitely uh, you know Put it a bit, uh, just a cut above some of the other ones, even though they were very nice missions uh, this year as well.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Knockout of the year. Uh, this was uh, a relatively straightforward one, I think. Leon Edwards uh, versus Kamara Usman. Uh, as you said, Grand Jeopardy the meaning the timing uh the, but also the style the um you know the technique it was this had it all really this really really had it all it was a beautiful beautiful yeah. knockout. just when it
1: seemed like it was too late oh you, yes. you you've missed your chance you know and the fact that he had to wait so long to get there as well when he maybe deserved to be there uh, before Kind of adds a little bit to it well, just as a whole package, it's, it's just got to win. You know,
0: yeah, I, that, I, I think a knockout that means something in a knockout, what you just said there, having to wait for like a couple of years to get the shot because it kind of builds up and builds up. And like, when I, when I look at knockout of the year, and you know, sometimes you know, these things can be subjective in terms of you know, one person's opinion might be different to someone else's, and sometimes obviously, I have to be very factual. I think for the knockout of the year, it is more subjective in that, like, it's the one I, I, like Anderson Silva versus Chris Weidman is always the example I use I was in bed and I hopped out of bed when, when he got to knock I was like oh my fucking god there was just so much meaning behind it it was just you know it changed the world and this was one of them as well in MMA it really really did change the world it was absolutely unbelievable Leon as well another guy up for, for fighter of the year obviously he didn't manage to win it but we should have mentioned his name there but what a knockout and he's he's going to win a few awards this year with us and, and, and outside that as well and this one not going to year awardy winner um, Michael Chandler was the only other person who got votes there in in for us um obviously he's big knockout over Tony Ferguson in that very, very fun fight um, Jamal Hill against Johnny nah, Walker, it's only, it's only
1: Tony, Ferguson, <laughs> Tony, Tony Ferguson it's only Tony Ferguson
0: uh, Yeah, some of the other people, Andre Korishkov got a brilliant knockout, Monty McCann spinning back elbow, Chris Gutierrez uh, Chidi Njikwani got a massive knockout, John Lineker Marius Pudzianowski against Michelle Materla, what a knockout that was and in Zhang Wei against Yuani and Jacek as well there was loads more, Brian Battle, Luis Enrique Ricardo Hamas at UFC uh against uh Danny Chavez. So lots of good knockouts there. But look, it had to be um it had to be uh your, your guy uh Leon Edwards against against Kamaru Usman. Um underdog of the year uh this was won by Leon Edwards and uh yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure about this one myself, honestly. I thought, uh, I thought Larissa Pacheco should have won this. Uh, but we, Leon had a good few votes. There was, this one, there was votes all over the place for different sorts of people. But, um, yeah, Leon Edwards got. Uh, the most votes and, and ended up winning it so why not i look i suppose he was a big underdog coming in i i I run him off before the fight so maybe, maybe uh maybe we did get the the right guy here I know you win for part, then, part of,
1: yeah part of being the underdog is probably what i mentioned before what you touched on there is like you know the fact that he they kind of didn't want him in this spot. They didn't even want him there and, you know, slipping away. And obviously, as you mentioned, the Larissa uh, Pacheco yeah. one is probably a bigger one on, like, the bookies underdog or whatever. But the the fact that Leon had kind of, you know, the fight had settled into a pattern that it seemed like it was, it was all over. And, you know, the, the people who had said, oh, he doesn't deserve a title shot, he's not good enough, doesn't matter about his record or he's not exciting enough or he doesn't, you know do the media the way that people want him to do the media or whatever, all of that wraps into, you know, him kind of, you know, being the underdog and even this corner shouting at him, you know, the Rocky stuff and all that stuff. Uh, It's just, it just, I think he has to be the underdog of the year, really. I think he has to be. Yeah, but I voted
0: for him, so. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was right up there, I think. Um, Brendan Loughnan and other guy people talking about, I don't really think that either. He did kind of, you know, he got rejected by the UFC, so maybe, maybe that made him an underdog. But, you know, Carlos Spars had beaten Rose, but that was such a bad fight. You know, Johnny Eblen yeah. as well. Johnny Eblen was a guy who was an underdog coming in, but probably shouldn't be, judging by what happened afterwards. And then, you know, Pacheco and uh, and Leon Edwards as well. Uh, but, yeah, Leon Edwards won it. Yeah. Um, right, one more vote here before we get to the Irish, and then we'll come back to to some of the other non-Irish ones. Graham, I think we're going to have to adjust the uh, emerging prospects for Ireland and for the the worldwide one uh, for for next year's votes. And look, this is an ongoing process. We want to make these votes as good as we can. And if anyone has any um, suggestions or any of wants to get rid of or wants to keep or ways to change them. Um, I, I think uh, I would be delighted with that. I think we need to change worldwide pro- emerging worldwide prospect to someone outside the UFC top 15. I, I, because this year, see the problem with this year is you had Alex Pereira who... Is was still yeah. an emerging. Prospect. I don't think that's going to
1: happen ever again. Ever again like, <laughs> very, yeah, very yeah, unlucky <laughs> to happen in the near future, though. I don't know if we have to yeah. worry about it uh, in the next next few years. <laughs> so
0: Alex Pereira did win this. Um, he got, uh, he got quite a many four votes here to to win this, and you can absolutely see the logic and why he won it. But it's weird that someone's an emerging prospect when they're the champion of the world. But he's so young and he's career, As you said, it'll probably never happen again. But, um. I don't know, maybe we need to safeguard against this happening again so we, we, we don't have this happening again. But at the same time, he probably does even deserve the, this. Even,
1: you know, even the, the fact that it's a worldwide prospect kind of put me off voting for Alex because he's already, you know, he's not a prospect anymore. Even though yes, he yeah. started the year as a prospect, he kind of pretty quickly was kind of being positioned and we kind of knew where this was going. They were trying to set up a match between him and him and Israel. So I actually went for Paul Hughes. um uh, as the emerging worldwide prospect. But I suppose it's one that you kind of can, you know, read the title and kind of come at it from a few different ways and maybe some of the other voters are, were, were coming at it with a different kind of view than me.
0: Yeah, we... Um, so it, it was very mixed, to be fair, and this one was good. There was lots of different different opinions on this, and and I liked it, and maybe... I think if it was more detailed in terms of the explanation we give what how to vote, it would get something different. But I, I'm look, Alex Pereira deserves it, I think. Maybe we need to adjust it for outside the top 15 in the UFC afterwards. But then, in, you know, outside the rankings, Bellator as well, maybe. But it's it's very hard to know exactly how to do this. We, we'll talk about the emerging Irish prospect as well in a second. But some other people who got votes, um, Bo Nickel, got a vote as well, Jack Della Maddalena was probably number two with this, he got a couple of votes here, um, and if it wasn't for, for Pereira, maybe he would have won a Paul Hughes actually got a couple of votes uh, as well, one from you, but another from one of our non-Irish voters as well, so it wasn't just the, the Irish voting for, uh, for Paul Hughes uh, it's funny uh, I we, think
1: that performance, you know, the last performance yeah, against so Vigenic is just just an awesome fight against him. I mean, yeah. You know, maybe people who don't know how, how good Jordan Vigenic is, but we've been watching him for a while now. And, you know, even in defeat, even in getting blown away, he showed what a good fighter and tough guy he is. And Paul Hughes just showed he's on another level. He's, like, kicked on even, even from the what we saw over the last couple of years in Cage Warriors. And, you know, uh, obviously... <sighs> You know, uh, probably be accused of a little bit of bias, but as you said, one of the the non voter or the non Irish voters voted, so it makes me feel a, lot, a little bit better, <laughs> a little bit more comfortable in my, in my pick, even though it didn't win.
0: Fucking Homer is all, is all you are, Homer. uh, Mohammed Makayev got one vote as well. And you know, thinking about it, I'm thinking like maybe he should have got more votes. You know, Makayev has really emerged, he's kind of already
1: emerged, yeah, has he? Yeah, yeah I don't, it's he kind can. of the wording of it. Maybe we, we maybe yeah. we need to tweak that yeah. maybe little people little are little kind of looking at because you, you,
0: you could probably kind of read it a few ways yeah 100% right let's talk about the uh, the Irish votes and these are the ones that really matter we're severe May. we're leading the way in Irish MMA and um, let's get into them so the Irish pro fighter of the year this was a very 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 close one very closely run thing it was between Ian Gary and Paul Hughes uh, and the winner of the Irish pro fighter of the year for 2022 is the
1: the battle of who's the best between the two Ian yeah. Gary and Paul Hughes has been going on for years now maybe people it weren't, some people weren't paying attention before they kind of, you know, got to the top of Cade Warriors or Ian Gary into the UFC but there's been a kind of a bit of back and forth between these two guys about who's the who's the best fighter who's the best up-and-coming fighter in Ireland it used to be but yeah, so it's, it's interesting that it came down to the two of them
0: yeah, it did. There was one vote as well for Ryan Shelley, who had a very, very good year. Now we'll talk about the emerging prospect of the year and why maybe Shelley got a vote there instead of in that uh, in a second. But uh, yeah, it was. Look, it was a great year for Irish pros. Actually, a lot of the guys did so so well. Uh, obviously, in Gary going two and on the UFC was right up there as the standout. But Paul Hughes winning that massive title fight as well was 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 brilliant. Like you, we want these to be the highest of the high in terms of quality of win uh, of. Uh, wins get you the votes but I think Paul Hughes' win against Vujinic is, is a UFC quality win so it was right up there as well and between the two of them it was so so close like I think we have to go for quality win as well over you know a belt being on the line or whatever in terms of um, this sort of vote when you're looking at maybe an overall say like the Jimmy of the and stuff the belts and things are, are I think more important but the belts are important in this as well um, and uh, you know the it was touching all between the two of them some other people who were right up there James Sheen and Kellen Ockron both uh, gone 3 all this year having absolutely great years <sighs> You know, as I said, maybe we need to adjust the emerging prospect of the year. Reese McKee one and had a great year. Ryan Shelley, Kieran Clark, Carol Moore, Nate Kelly, when three and had an amazing year, and Will Flory as well, when two two and all had a really really fantastic year. But look, I think if you look back at Ian Gary's, year two wins in the UFC really established himself, put on very good technical performances as well. Maybe not, you know, the standout knockout performances he's had before, but I think a lot of people in the Irish MMA scene were very happy with the way Ian Gary performed this year and, you know Paul Hughes going to that decision as well against Vucinic and absolutely kind of decimating him butchering him in that fight was such a performance you know if we were to go for Irish performance of the year it would probably be Paul Hughes winning that and maybe that's an award we, we put in, in in the future as well but it was real close between the two of these uh, Graham wasn't it but looking and Gary in the UFC if Paul Hughes gets to the UFC next year and both of them let's say go to an or three you know then we could have a real toss of a kind one Graham it could be very very close couldn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, it, it came down to, you know, as you said, I, I'd kind of classify Vutrinis as a as a UFC caliber as we used to say uh, fighter, and uh, over five rounds, Paul Paul Hughes looked absolutely phenomenal. But I just, I think, you know, coming into the UFC, uh, the, the pressure is just a different level, and obviously, um, you know, uh, he had an extra fight. He had two, he went two and zero, oh, and Paul Hughes only went one and zero. Oh. Um, and I, th- I think that UFC does uh, those letters as uh, Dana or Dana and Lorenzo always talked about. They do mean something, and you know, Gabe, Gabe Green he is a, is a good fighter. He, he, obviously, Ian Gary will fight will fight a lot better fighters than him in the UFC. But I think just with the two fights and the fact that it's in the UFC and the pressure that that that, that, that comes with, and you know, uh, I could see an argument for Paul Hughes. you would probably be disappointed. he would probably be thinking he should have won it. But you know. Uh, it's just kind of unlucky that, that, that you know, Ian Gary's doing what he's doing and looking so impressive and, you know, maybe not, as you said, not getting the finishes that uh, that he got in Cage Warriors or that he got in his UFC debut, but he looked really well-rounded in those fights and kind of showed us that he belongs in the UFC and will definitely be there for a long time. So I think that just edges it for, for Ian Gary. But, yeah, I can definitely see the, the arguments for Paul.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely a worthy winner, Ian Gary, but as I said, Paul, right up there. Is all a great performance uh, out of him. Um, right, the Emerging Irish Prospect of the Year. So our rule for this was 5-0. and And it was kind of the Ian Gary rule, <laughs> to be honest. We had it in this. We had to find a way to decipher between the prospect of the year and the fighter of the year, similar to the, the other way we just talked about. So we put it to 5-0. and And I feel like it was a little bit unfair because guys like Caelan Lochran and Ryan Shelley weren't eligible for it then. And I think in the future they should. So from next year, I think the way to go for this, Graham, is do it either 5-0 or less or you've been a pro for two years. So what
1: about if you start the year under five and zero oh, or five fights or Something under,
0: like that. yeah, it could could be that as well. And then you, so
1: you're not punished for like you know winning four or five fights in one year.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, maybe maybe we should do it that way. Have le- but then like uh, then you're you're talking about you could get someone who's like ten and zero on the gauge or your champion as uh, as the emerging prospect when they're gone for the fighter of the year as well. So well, we they'll be,
1: probably be the fighter of the year then, and they wouldn't yeah, care about the, the, So yeah,
0: the, <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. It's it's tough to do it where like it'd be ideal if we could say like okay, the fighter of the year is in eligible for the emerging prospect of the year or something like that and then we do a second vote so maybe we need to do it like do the votes for one first and do the votes for the other one second maybe or something like that i don't know it's it's very very tough in, to navigate in, that in
1: football can you win the young player of the year and the player of the year you, yeah you i
0: think you can Whatever. yeah but that's that's not what this should be like I, I feel like especially in irish mma right we need to reward the person and do you know what I, I was actually thinking right maybe we need three votes here so maybe we need the Irish pro fighter of the year. Maybe we need the emerging prospect of the year. And maybe we need, like, the rookie of the year, right? So this year to be someone who made their debut in 2022 and bring in a new vote or a new category and have that person win that, then at the top we have, said. the... Uh, uh, we could make it like the say the, the top of the UFC, top of Bellator, top of Cage Warriors type of, type of vote and get those people there. And really, like we, we'd have to have a nomination sewn up in terms of that and in terms of who's the right people to be nominated. And then the rest of it would be the middle ground. So like the likes of Caelan Lockhart perfectly, who is maybe one or two fights away or or maybe his next fight he's going to fight for a Cage Warriors belt but hasn't quite got there yet. Or James Sheehan, who's maybe one or two fights away and, and guys like that. What do you think of that? Do you think three, three, awards spinning up into three different awards would would be the way to go? Maybe.
1: Yeah, it, it could work. Yeah, I'd be interested. I'd be interested to to kind of obviously you'd have to go through the the process and do it, but I, I don't what I suggested earlier about kind of picking what what, what uh, the record at the start of the year or how many fights they had at the start of the year. Maybe we could do anyway for the emerging emerging Irish prospect and uh, and have the kind of knockout uh, phase like like you suggested as well. But yeah, it's a tough one. I don't, you know, it, it you know, and obviously would have been probably would have got some votes or several votes if he, if he had been in this and misses out kinda of just for an arbitrary reason, which is, which is unfortunate. But I don't know if there's a you know, a perfect way to kinda of to, to, to fix it. But um maybe we could just kinda of take the the cap off of the of the five fight fights and just kinda, of, you know, do it by common sense
0: yeah maybe <laughs> well common sense <laughs> isn't that common sometimes but anyway look I, I think we we probably still got a guy who would have been up there anyway I think it would have been probably between himself Caelan O'Connor uh, and Ryan Shelley and the winner the winner is Lee Hammond they have absolutely not away from Lee Hammond he went um, uh, he went 3 all this year had Three very very good performances, you know. Beat Jamie Hay in uh, in Bellator, won a fight out in the the Heroes Fight League, in uh, and got the, the the decision only last week or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was, it was a, uh, he I was, actually. Mark. Yeah, yeah. He he got a he, decision the there to
1: yeah. Super League in May where he was he was dominating the fight and got hit with an illegal yes. strike and kind of had to survive in that one. So we have seen him overcome a little bit of adversity as well. And we obviously he got the decision there and. Uh, the rest of his fights he got he he got finishes uh with ground strikes uh punches and then an armbar. Sh- you know obviously he's known for his jiu-jitsu over the years but he's shown kind of uh his well-roundedness and he's been working down in uh with the with the phil suckliff and the lads down there putting the work into to round out his game and i think it's definitely showing and you know there was adversity even in that uh that era fight fighting championship one fight against uh ivanovich you know a late change to the opponent guy comes in um, you know, you're expected to beat him and straight away your nose is broken, <laughs> you know, kind of, you're dominating the fight but you, you in, in a moment you get your nose broken and you have to kind of overcome that and he you, you got the finish you and after that so it was good to see him kind of, yeah. you know, show us different different um, uh, sides of his game in terms of the striking and the uh, the the ground and pound, but also in terms of the the grit and determination and ability to fight through adversity.
0: Yeah, and I know that obviously the last guy was on four, and people probably saying, "Oh, you you gave the so hard to a guy who beat an one four guy." But the other fights he had this year, Jamie Hay was two and all, a two and one Bogdan, and six and all a Sophia out in super fight league. So yeah, and you know, there was, and it was a, later like you know, pace.
1: late changes and pounds pulling out and all that stuff. It's not really you know, yeah. it's, out of, it's out of his hands. It's not in his his control. He's he just wants to fight and you know. As I said, it was you know he went in there and got the job done. It was kind of a, a no win fight in that way because of the record. But you know he's in front of a, a big crowd. You know a lot of I was I was at that a lot of people supporting him there, and you know uh, re- really really good win four wins in a year as well. He's been very active and obviously uh, we've seen him for years at, at amateur and you know he's definitely a really really top prospect uh, coming out
0: of Ireland 100% the other people up for up for the vote Sean Bannon uh, who's um, went to 4-0 and Kenny Mokahana, Dara Kelly uh, Alexander O'Sullivan Jer Harris Martin McNulty Leon Haley with a great year got another win at uh, at the end of um, or just a couple of weeks whether yeah or last week or whatever it was Carol McNally who uh, by the time actually this comes out he'll have had another fight uh, Scott Harvey uh, at Steve Costello as well so you know even with the parameters we have in place there were some very very good people right up for it and uh, look Lee Hammond definitely a worthy winner I think he is without a shadow of a doubt one of the best emerging prospects in Ireland so I have no problem with that at all and I think he's a, yeah. definitely a worthy winner there
1: Yeah um, yeah Shauna Bannon definitely deserves a shout out as well you yeah. know obviously she's she's uh, undefeated as well and um, uh, 4-0 uh, to start her career in twenty. 20- uh 2022 and sign for Invicta and all that but i just think the you know the the fact that lee's getting consistent finishes and uh maybe you know fighting and beating a 6 and 0 guy abroad in kind of you know foreign territory overcoming an illegal strike things like that to keep his, his undefeated record just edges for me for him but i can i can definitely see a, a good argument for Shauna
0: yeah, 100%. Um, the Irish Amateur of the Year then. We're, look, we're going to let the lads in the old triangle maybe uh, carry this when I talk about this. Quilce did a great job putting up uh, the, the nominees, but the winner was Keith Kyo, who had eight fights this year, only one loss, won two titles at the Four Nations uh, uh, Gold. Uh, the IMMAF European bronze medalist as well, had a great year. There was some great years as well. Uh, Jordan Bradshaw had an amazing year. Ronan Deegan, Jordan Scully, Nadine Abbott-Bissett you know, was right up there until she turned pro, I suppose, and I think she, you know, she was definitely right up there, Gary Rooney, Jordan Fury, Conor McCarthy, who's a standout to me, I think he's a real, real top amateur prospect coming up, Paul Buckley, Solomon Simon is always really, really good there as well, you know, so, um, I, I, I one that, I think there was a few different people, got a few different votes, um, uh, Bradshaw got a vote, of, uh, Rooney, but Kyo got most of the votes here. I think Kyo got seven votes. I think it was so. Kiko is, is the winner there, and obviously we let the uh, the boys in the old triangle talk more about that because um, the the guy uh, in the north there is, is really cool, Ian and lads. So uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's worth mentioning. His only loss uh, of the of the eight fights as well was a razor close split decision. You yeah. know, at the start of the year he had an Imanari choke in there, so yeah, it's a very very impressive year for him.
0: Very go- very very good stuff. Um, the Irish female fighter of the year look to me there, there was only one winner of this and that was Sinead Cavan and she, she did win it Shauna Bannon got a, a couple of votes as well and you know she deserves to be right up there she won three fights this year as opposed to Sinead only winning one but the level of the fight that Sinead won against Liam McCourt under the circumstances
1: uh, of the knee as well yes just, just phenomenal Sh-
0: look Sinead what, ranked number 4 or 5 in the world Leah rang number what 5 or 6 in the world at the time that is a high, high level that's high level man or woman th- that we got this year in in Irish MMA it was the highest level win that anyone got I would say and um, you know Sinead Kavanaugh, the definitely the worthy winner here, you know Sinead's won it a couple of times before, And uh, but Irish Women's MMA, it's very interesting well, in, in years to come I think we're going to have to have like an emerging Irish female prospect of the year as well with more and more women coming through all the time, um, like it was at, at the top this year, we had Sinead in, in uh, 1-0, and Liam McCourt 1-1, Shauna Bannon 3 and Dee Begley 2-1 and as well. So, you know, to have have the four women there at the top, and I'm sure there's more coming through. Obviously, Nadine Abbott-Bissett would have been hoping to get there as well. Unfortunately, she lost her uh, her pro debut, but Sinead Kavanagh-Graham, was, she was the worthy winner, wasn't she? And and, and des- deserved it. And hopefully she'll be coming back and, and fit again for the, the start of this year.
1: Yeah, sure. you know, winning the it was the biggest fight in Irish uh, women's MMA history. You know, against yeah. uh, Liam McCord, and she she goes in there against a, a grappler as a striker, tears her knee, and kind of has to adapt and overcome that, and he manages to use the grappling uh, a lot of the majority of the time to to get the win, and just show the evolution of her game from from boxer to a to a like you know well rounded uh, mixed martial artist, that, and you know deserving of a ranking as one of the one of the best girls in the world. You know, obviously um you know you mentioned uh, there was other girls who who had really good years as well but just the, the fact that you know um the UC don't have that division so like in my opinion the Bellator women's division is the, the kind of yeah. the main division i don't think that's you know up for dispute really there obviously there's a few other gr- girls outside but i think i think Sinead, you know has established herself as one of the one of the top women in the world and you know, beating Leah in the fashion that she did with the adversity that she did showed that she's the the best woman in, uh, in Ireland at the moment. And, you know, Leah's definitely, you know, younger in her career. Maybe the fight came a little bit too soon for her and all that stuff. But just the, the whole thing of of the injury and having to mix it up and uh The fact that, you know, they're kind of friends and all that was playing into it as well. There was a lot of pressure on this. It was like, you know, being touted as the the biggest women's fight, one of the biggest fights of, of any gender in, in in Irish MMA history so to, to, to come out on the on, uh, on the victorious side of that with all the adversity with the knee injury like an ACL injury like we may get to, to sensitize to all these injuries because we watch MMA all the time there's a show every week you know 40 odd UFCs, KSW Bellator blah, 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 all of that you kind of get to sensitize to do these, these injuries but that's that's a massive massive injury to, to overcome especially for a striker um, uh, and so absolutely phenomenal performance and uh, like a massive win for Sinead so I think even though she only fought one fight and one one fight due to the knee injury I think she's, she's definitely deserves it this
0: year 100% like if Liam McCourt had won that fight she'd be the, the female fighter of the year and I don't think there'd be any dispute about that so it was, it was one of the two of them they fought for that that night Sinead won and Sinead emerges as our female fighter of the year so congratulations we should,
1: we should have hyped that up at the time we should have been like fighting for the I think I might have I think I, I, I think I might have
0: said that I think I might have said that um the Irish Gym of the Year, then the, finish, uh, the f- final uh, Irish award for us, and then we we'll get into all the rest of them. Look, I think it was a great year for a lot of Irish gyms. FAI obviously had Paul Hughes uh, winning the the Cage Warriors belt and, and did some great things. Uh, Team KF again, we saw obviously Chris Fields posting up the um, uh, the eighty plus percent win record. Now Omran Shaban looked good. James Webb came back with a great win as well. You know, Team Rhino, James Sheehan looked had a great year. You know, they they had a. Uh, they had uh, Dean Barry in the UFC as well didn't go great but they still had a UFC fighter in there and we don't see much of that in Irish MMA obviously and you know SPG Cork Hoolan MMA with uh, with Sean Abandon as well, SPG Charleston always doing good things but look the winner it has to be SPG Ireland this year I think it was far and away the the, the winner this year FAI, it was, you know look, FAI won it last year and it was almost an anomaly because they had two cage warrior champions and it would take something massive like that again just because look at the size of SPG, and we we must remember this as well, right, this is about highest to the high level quality in terms of the things that they're winning and the things that they're achieving, and you know, FAI won it because they won two Cage Warriors belts last year, if you look at it this year, Richie Smollin won a belt, Uh, Brad Katona won a belt, Uh, Johnny Walker won fights in the UFC, Will Flory won a belt, Sinead Kavanaugh beat Uh, Liam McCourt you know the number five or six ranked person uh, in the world look at Lee Hammond Pedro Carvalho even
1: Pedro Carvalho huge win
0: yeah and okay Peter Queeley was fighting at the very top didn't manage to win it but like the level of fights that they're having but the level of wins they've got as well the level of titles they got it's just it's hard it's hard for anyone else to match him just because of the size and scope of that gym and they won it because of that you know it's this was really a no-brainer. This was this was. I, I think Sinead and SPG Ireland winning this were probably the two most straightforward awards. Uh, for being honest uh, here, um, Team Kf did get a vote. I suppose because of their win record. Uh, Fai got a vote as well. But uh, yeah, it was eight to two for uh, for Sbg, and uh, you know it was. Had to win it, did it? an absolutely unbelievable year. Um, and uh, you know, it'll be interesting. I'll tell you, it's going to take a great year for someone to, to knock them off their perch, but that's what everyone else is trying to do. And and uh, you know, it'd be if if we see it again, like we had with FAI last year, it'll be uh, it'll be a good year for Irish MMA. So, everyone else, uh, it's time for you to do it, right? We'll run through the rest of them here, Graham. Uh, worldwide coach of the year. Now, this is an interesting one, right? Because we the vote started coming in and we'd like one vote for Habib one vote for Javier Méndez, one vote for Habib one vote for Javier Méndez. so we needed to step in here and adjust this because they're, they're both the same Like they're, they're both coach all the same fighters so we had to do it like Habib slash Javier Mendez. it's the only one maybe we need to do gym of the year in the future instead of coach of year so the winner is Habib Nurmagomedov slash Javier Mendez. the weird thing about this one as well and I, we spoke a little bit before uh, putting out the, the votes and the nominations and all of that it was like should Habib actually be nominated like is he actually the coach or is he just kind of like yeah. the friend of him
1: I uh, I, I, I think you know? uh, I would go for Javier Mendez as the kind like of head coach I think, to the gym yeah. Yeah, you know Habib's kind of you know takes a spotlight because he's Habib, and he's kind of active. He's actively kind of trying to help these guys, kind of get exposure and stuff like that. So he's kind of in the in the in the camera frame a lot. A lot but I think. Behind the scenes, it's probably you know as it's always been Javier Mendez r- running the show. So yeah, I would I, like I would have voted for Javier Mendez, but I could see why people would would think Habib as all. Well.
0: Yeah. So the, the winners are, are the AKA crew anyway. The only other person to get a vote was uh, was Mikey Brown from ATT, who I was does a great job, and uh, I've I think I voted for him uh, a good few times in the past before. But it's uh, it's Habib with. Uh, and Javier Mendes winning the year with all, you know, the the emerging Dagestanis, I suppose, doing doing so well. Um upset of the year. Um that goes to Larissa Pacheco, and I'm, I'm delighted she won an award. She she deserved an award. Uh, that was to me the biggest upset of the year. The other one with that it was fifth. Uh, it it wasn't fifty fifty. It was uh, between her and Leon Edwards here. So Pacheco got. Let me just see one, two, three, four, five, six votes, and Leon Edwards got four. Let me just make sure that's correct. One, yeah. two, three. It's four. good yeah. that
1: one, the one of them won comeback and one of them won upset because they yes. both third, the third one.
0: Yeah, and I think it was a bigger upset. Um, Larissa Pacheco she would lost to Kella Harrison twice before. Kelly Harrison looked like you know she was going from strength to strength. It looked like she had no chance, and she didn't end up winning it. Um, it was uh, to me watching it, it was like I didn't, I really didn't expect it to happen. Although I knew Pacheco would be a little bit better this time because she has kind of grown into that frame, and she's a genuine. Um, person at that weight class and she pushed um i didn't expect her to push uh, harris into the, the, the places she pushed her but she did push her there and uh, look it was a very very good win for her and, and a worthy one there um other look Carlos Spars I suppose is up for that as well it was such a bad fight Johnny Eblin, Pujanowski against Matarla but I, de- I definitely think it is, uh, it is Pacheco Just on co- Coach of the Year as well other people up for it uh, Eugene Behrman Dave Lavelle Ray Longo who did a great cheer Mikey Brown as I mentioned Glover Teixeira as well who is probably a more legitimate coach and Ian made this uh, point to me as I was doing the uh, I think he might have done this nomination and he made a good point like he is Alex Pereira's coach like he owns that gym so I think he probably has even a <laughs> better shout than uh, than Habib but Henry Hooft up there as well Joe Lopez a lot of good coaching this year Um, the next one is uh, comeback of the year and that is uh, that is Leon Edwards who won that but we did have a draw here a three way draw and we had to go back to a, a count back and Leon Edwards won it it was between Leon Edwards Matt Schnell and Christian Lee uh This was a
1: difficult one, yeah. Yeah. You know, I went back and forth on this one. I ended up, you know, voting differently in the end than I did originally, so, yeah. You you
0: went for all three of them at one stage.
1: (laughs) No, uh, uh, I originally went for Snell, but then when it came down to the vote at the end, I I, uh, you know, I just went for Leon in the end. Uh, uh, It's a tough one because, you know, Matt Snell's is probably, you know, the the more crazy, but, uh, you know... I don't know, actually. Uh, is it's just a really Cheney, tough. But every time one I try to think about, yeah, yeah, it's true. If it happens in one FC, though, like, nobody sees it. Does it really, you know?
0: that's the I
1: think that takes away a little bit from it, a yeah. little bit. This one is but,
0: a real one of the. Yeah, opinions, like every it?
1: time I try think about it, I I, I can see the arguments everywhere, and I'm. Uh, yeah, it's a really difficult one to pick.
0: Yeah, look, this one is a real one of opinions, I think. And, uh, you know, everyone was throwing out their opinions when we were going to kind of count back here. We went back for an extra vote, uh, and it was... I think it was... uh, Leon Edwards won it anyway between the Sevier and May crew. Um... I, I, look, I think if everyone had seen the the Christian Lee one, I think he probably would have wanted to find being honest. That uh, some people voted, with the you know the level for this one, I'm very open ended on how you should vote. You know what what the the you know what the the cat, uh, the um criteria should be for it. Like could be you know someone coming back like come back the year could have been fucking uh Bryn coming Mann, from, like know, like a, He's
1: coming back from a really bad injury. Yeah, it could yeah, be, it could it be anything. Really like
0: yeah. yeah, like the Leon Edders one is weird because he won the first round if, let's say, he'd knocked down Usman hard with that head kick and it hadn't been knocked out, that could have been a 10-8 and it would have been a draw. So, like, it's kind of a comeback, but not really a massive comeback. Like, it's not as big a comeback as fucking Christian they No, they don't have the 10-point system in one championship, but he got fucking 10-7 in that first round, absolutely destroyed and came back to win. Like, Schnell got beat up and came back. Look, they were all very different and very good um, comebacks. I think from a purely a comeback point of view, it was... Leon Edwards is number three out of the three of these I think but look the the democratic process was in place and uh, Leon Edwards won it and uh, another win for Leon Edwards worst fight of the year Graham this was an okay, easy one I think one. just because Usman,
1: what? we've seen Usman you know so many times kind of you yeah. know do what he was doing and win and just win with ease and you know it, at, at a lower level there's kind of more uh, scope for something crazy happening like the like the guy who's dominating the fight getting, getting KO'd so I think ju- just adding that in probably swayed it for me for Leon. But yeah, there's, there's arguments. You know, you can make a lot of arguments for 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 other people, but uh, I could see why this came down to a, kind of a, a vote off in the end.
0: Yeah, some other one's up for Kieran Clark against Rafael Hudson, Alex Pereira against uh, Israel Adesanya. But uh, as I said, Leon Edwards I ended up getting that one. Worst fight of the year. Then uh, this was a pretty easy one. I it was unanimous, was it? <laughs> no, it was it was nine nine to one. Um, the winner was obviously Rosa Muniz versus Carlos Barres. I won the worst fights in UFC history. The only other fight to get a vote was uh, Mike Jackson versus Dean Barry, which was, you know, fair enough. That was <laughs> that
1: was a pretty bad fight. At least that was eventful, though. At least so, it was you know, eventful, yeah. Other
0: ones up for Logan Storley MVP, Adesanya versus Canonier, Sterling versus Dillashaw. I, I, I thought, actually, when I was writing some of these uh, nominations, I was thinking, oh, starting versus Dilichon might actually win this, but it, it didn't. Uh, Derek Miner as well uh, in Shyland and Nordenbeke. That was one of the worst fights of the year without a shadow of it. Up. But Jesus, this Esparza and, uh, and Amunis one was was one of the worst fights of all time. So we, we leave that. We will we'll move on. Under just because of everything on the
1: line as well. Yeah, it's just a nodding
0: fight. An absolute nodding fight. Uh, Underperformer of the year. You know, a few people up, obviously up for this. Kamara Usman went 0-1. Kayla Harrison obviously losing to Pacheco. Peter Yan 0-2. John Jones didn't have a fight again. Rose Nami Yunus 0-1. That stinker, Masvidal 0-1. Adesanya as well losing to Pereira. The winner is, though, Peter Jan you know it was uh it was a bad year for yan okay two kind of close decisions but when you're looking at yan as like the top guy in the world some people talking about him like he could be the next pound for bang king and he goes on two in a year he loses two decisions it was uh, it Was an underperforming year for him without a shadow of a doubt. Other people got the three votes for Kayla Harrison, um, John Jones got a vote, Masvidal got a vote, and then all the rest for Yan. For I think he got five votes there, so uh, yeah, Jan, the, yeah, and why went
1: with Yan there just because I expect so much from kind of what you said there, I expected yeah. him to kind of go back and recapture, but it just hasn't you know, he's fighting high level guys and it's close decisions, as you said, but. It's just been a very disappointing year. As somebody who is a big fan of his skills and thought, thought to, you know thoughts so on much of him, and I still do think so much of him. It's just been, it's just not gone his way. And you know, he he still could, he still could you know turn it around. But you know, um, two losses. Sean O'Malley one is, you know, uh, the Sterling one, OK, you know, very close decision um, against a really, really upper echelon guy. But Sean O'Malley one was a, was a bit of a, you know, a step back. And obviously, Sean O'Malley showed he can hang and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, if you if you had to give me, uh, you know, a free bet on, on that, I would have been very confident putting it on the at the start of the year. But it just hasn't been his year. And, you know, for for such a such a talented guy with, um, the expectations and all that that that's why i went for him and yeah a tough year you know he could bounce back um but you know i think maybe maybe this could this could have been his year this could have been you know as you said he could have cemented himself on the on the pound for pound list and it's just kind of gone all wrong for
0: him 100 uh worst decision of the year uh this was uh, was it unanimous let me look here um no it was a eight, eight votes um for this and it was MVP versus Storley. Uh, and
1: yeah, I I voted the MVP versus Storley one.
0: Yeah, so did I saw that. I it's like, this was the standout. I think bad decision of the year. And uh, there was one vote for Brittany Cloudy fight. There was another vote for the, the Paddy Bimblet fight. I think, yeah, that's a bit of a wayward vote there. <laughs> that, that definitely wasn't up there. But the yeah MVP versus Storley was just Storley did absolutely nothing for five rounds and ended up winning the decision. Um, yeah, it wasn't a great vote. Some of the, some of the other ones, or wasn't a great fight uh, and it wasn't a great decision. Priscilla Cachuera versus Kim Andrew. Berlowski versus Collier, Sarnbach against (coughs) Charlie Leary. Um... There was one fighting to one championship as well i don't know if, maybe because people didn't see it but uh it was oak versus takahashi i thought that was a real robbery over there O'Malley and yan as well P- pacheco like a lot of these i don't there think there think was, there was no late late
1: paddy pebble entries No, there was one one yeah <laughs> one paddy pebble
0: entry but uh, yeah other than that uh no northern um one of my favorite votes of the year is always the non-ufc fighter of the year and uh this time we had uh we had a few votes for a few different people honestly and the winner is Brendan Lacknan what a what a deserving winner I suppose it was Pacheco got a lot of votes it was uh, Patricia people got one vote Christian Lee got one vote uh, and in the the you know Lachnan got uh, one two three four votes uh, Pacheco got how many one two three votes as well there so um, yeah it was um, it was a very 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 good year for Brendan Lacknam Um he uh i actually i think did so let me just look at these votes again so patricia bitbull then we had pacheco one uh two three lockdown one two three four yeah i, th- I thought it was a uh, five actually sorry lockdown got five votes i was like am i adding up these things wrong but he did no he got five votes so um yeah look he he won the tournament had the two best performances of his career i think looked absolutely fantastic you know um Pacheco as well right up there beating Kayla Harrison looking absolutely fantastic all year maybe the fact that the quality of opponent before that wasn't maybe as strong as Nan fought good opponents throughout the year, like Christian Nee as well. I thought he was up there, but he uh, he did almost get ten seven in one of his fights. He came back and win, but he went up and won one title up there as well. Um, and look, Patricio had a great win as a great year as well. Uh, but yeah, I think Brandon a worthy winner. Did, did you uh, did you go for who would you go for, Graham? Uh, I actually went for, for, Checo. for Checo. Yeah.
1: I think it came down to you know Brandon and Larissa, obviously. You know, uh, Kayla Harrison was undefeated and had already beaten her and all that stuff. So that that probably edged it for me. Uh, you know, the hype and all that, all that stuff. But Brendan, you know, definitely can see the argument for him. He he deserves it as well. Uh, as you mentioned earlier in the podcast, you know, he was rejected kind of by by Dana White. I don't know why he even bothered getting him on the Contender Series if he had no intention of signing them no matter kind of how he performed. So, you know, that kind of uh, obviously was was something to kind of bounce back for for Brendan. And he entered this tournament, beat some really good guys, got finishes, got the million dollars, you know, uh, the million dollar uh, prize. Absolutely phenomenal year for him. Kind of a a two fingers back (laughs) at Dana White. Um, uh, in a in a way, well, I see a lot of people on you know social media kind of saying that I'm sure Brendan's kind of focusing on on himself and all that. But it is nice to kind of you know once you've been rejected to kind of prove that they have made a mistake and he's definitely he's definitely done that by winning this tournament against some you know really high level guys, uh, a lot on the line. He looked phenomenal. You know, back when he when he first broke through, he was a bit of a you know just a, just a wrestler, but now he's he's you know he's phenomenal all around. He's he's added kind of more finishes to his game. He's just a really, really top level fighter now, and it's it's great to see him kind of yeah, getting the the praise he deserves.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, a worthy winner here. It was, I think, it was between himself and and Pacheco. What a great year for PFL as well. Fair play to him. So we might have a chasing pack award. Maybe they'll they'll be <laughs> they'll be up there. But yeah, uh, congratulations to uh, to Brandon Lockdown. If into the year then this was a pretty simple one. UFC 281, we'd no unanimous decision winners this year. It was nine votes to one. UFC London was the other one who got the vote, but UFC 281 was just phenomenal. Obviously at Pereira versus Adesanya uh, and that mad comeback with Zhang Weili, you know destroying uh, Carlos Sparza, Dustin Poirier against Michael Chandler and that great fight in the, the late finish with Chris Gutierrez, the massive knockout of Frankie Edgar, Dan Hooker putting on a great show with Money Micano, with Ryan Spann with that quick knockout, with Aaron Blanchfield destroying Money McCann and loads more as well. Matt Favola got a, a very, very good knockout. So, yeah, that was the uh, card of the year. Look, UFC 282 was going for it until the last two, but yeah, 281 is the is the worthy winner there. Um, shocking moment of the year, last two votes here, Graham. Shocking moment of the year. There was a good few nominations for this one. There was a, a few shocking moments here. Also, uh, just on the event of the year, One X was up there as well. Cage Warriors One Three Six was a great card, um, and a few others in the UFC as well. But shocking moment of the year. There was a few, obviously, the betting scandal was, was a big one. Um, I think that was more of a shocking kind of few weeks than a shocking moment, maybe, though, and why it didn't win here. Did TJ Dillashaw fighting Sterling with one arm, Prahashka vacating the title and all that mess, Pereira finishing Israel, Leon Edwards flatlining Usman, Pacheco defeating Kayla Harrison as well, but the winner at the end of it uh, is Leon Edwards, and um, you know, this <clears throat> this was one with a few different votes. The betting scandal got a few different votes. Pacheco got two votes I think and um, the rest was uh, the rest was Leon Edwards look it definitely was a shocking moment of the year and I think this is one of the ones it definitely does deserve you know some of the other ones were 50-50 on them but I don't know was I as shocked by a moment this year as the Leon Edwards one so you know that that's it and fair enough to win shocking moment do you, do you think that was the right one Graham?
1: Yeah, kind of for the the same reasons I said uh, that I voted for Leon in the other categories, Uh, you know, I I don't repeat myself, but, you know, Usman just, it's easy, it's easy to, you know, forget as time goes past how dominant he was and how many times we'd seen him do what he was doing to Leon Edwards, kind of with ease to defend his title. So for me, it was, it was you know going into the fight and in during the fight i thought leon was in with a chance and it was you know he could land land something to change the fight but as the fight was kind of ticking down and just before he landed landed at Ekic, I you know i thought all hope was lost and i thought you know uh, here you know he's never going to get back here you know he's worked so hard to get here he's never going to get back here you know he deserved it before they didn't give it to him they're not going to be rushing to give it to him again especially if he kind of loses to usman in the same way everybody loses to usman so yeah i was absolutely you know mouth open i'd say, I'd say i would say a head on me when when when, <laughs> when that, that, that egg gig landed it was uh, it was huge and it was it was even the the reaction afterwards in 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 the in the the cage and the outpouring afterwards it just it was a special moment
0: brilliant and definitely uh, the shocker moment of the year 100%, and the last uh, award is the commentator of the year. Some great commentary this year. You know we had nominees: Laura Sanko CM Punk, Kenny Florian, Mitch Chilson, Brendan Fitzgerald, John McCarthy, Paul. The the, the, obvious winner is
1: the. DC Daniel Cormier.
0: Daniel Cormier. Congratulations. No, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Yeah, the winner is uh, the winner is John Anik. Uh, and look a grayer for John Anik. I think he was absolutely phenomenal this year. Um you know, we had Brad Warren got a vote, uh, Paul Felder got a vote as well, but most of the votes this year were for, for John Anik. He just had a fantastic year. I think people kind of realise maybe this year how good John Anik is with a lot of the noise that's kinda of coming behind him as well and stuff, and that he has to kind of fend off. And look, he's really, really, really good. I think he's um, doing a
1: better job of fending off the, the kind of nonsense. Yes. He's more he's more kind of um He's educated himself more. Uh, he's open to the scoring and, you know, kind of, uh, he's back to, he's, he's more, um, I'd say, um likely to to not take the Daniel Cormier shit or Joe Rogan shit he's more likely to kind of stand up for for what he believes in than maybe he has been in the in in the in the past and I think that adds a lot to the broadcast you know if when he when when he doesn't do that or he's not there or you know or Joe Rogan and and Cormier kind of go off on one, it just turns into kind of buddy comedy kind of thing and he's absolutely vital for you know making (laughs) making it bearable when that happens and you know, it's a really fucking difficult job to do that for, what, seven, eight hours every week at this yeah. stage. And, you know, the amount of work that goes in behind the scenes, he's he's not somebody, you know, <laughs> Daniel Cormier, who maybe doesn't uh, do any research before uh, <laughs> to fight. He, 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 you know, he he makes sure he knows everything about everybody. And, you know, I, I, I can't even think of him putting the foot wrong all year. So absolutely phenomenal with the amount yeah. of errors he's put in in such a difficult job where you have to ad-lib the whole time. It's just, yeah, he's an absolute, constant professional
0: that Leon Edwards call as well was just unbelievable I think yeah
1: exactly that's kind of a perfect example of you know you know a tangent going on and him kind of pulling reality back
0: exactly yeah yeah that's very interesting I, I think as well uh, with John Annick this year I think and for the last few years I suppose uh, commentating is a thing that everyone kind of has an opinion on and like there's some people love DC some people really don't like him some people love Big John some people really don't like him I feel like everyone likes John Anik You know? And, and that makes a really good commentator and I think that's the best thing you could say about any commentator and why he's the winner here look uh, Brad Wharton is another guy who I think everyone likes when they listen to KJR he's definitely in a nomination I think he's right up there you know John Gooden as well doesn't get enough reps but he's very good you know but some of the other ones like I think Big John is really good but some people really detest him uh, and then and, you know the same will go for me maybe with DC some people might absolutely like him but some of John
1: McCarthy's scorecards just really yeah, baffle me times, the yeah. fact that he's like in Involved in the he's been around so long and involved in the rules and it's just uh, that would be what would take away from John for me being yeah. John McCarthy for me
0: that is fair that is fair but uh, yeah John Ennick wins it and that is uh, that is all our votes I'll quickly just run through him here before we uh, we finish up against so a fighter of the year Alexander Volkanovsky, fighter of the year Yuri Pachka versus Glover Teixeira submission of the year Stevie Ray versus Anthony Pettis knockout of the year Leon Edwards versus Kamaru Usman female fighter of the year Zhang Wei Li underdog of the year uh, Leon Edwards Emerging Worldwide Prospect of Year, Alex Pereira. And in the Irish Awards, Irish Pro Fighter of the Year, Ian Gary, Emerging Irish Prospect of the Year, Lee Hammond, Irish Amateur Fighter of the Year, Keith Keogh, Irish Female Fighter of the Year, Sinead Cavanaugh, Irish Gym of the Year, SBG Ireland HQ, Coach of the Year, Habib Nurmagomedov slash Javier Mendez, Upset of the Year, Larissa Pacheco, Comeback of the Year, Leon Edwards, Worst Fight of the Year, Rosamunis versus Carla Esparza, Underperformer of the Year, Peter Jan, Worst Decision of the Year, MVP versus Storley, Non-USC Fighter of the Year, Brendan Lachlan, Event of the Year, UFC 281 shocking moment of the year Leon Edwards flatlines Kamaro Usman and the commentator of the year is John Anik podcaster of the year Graham Sean Sheehan would you say that would you put him up there
1: Oh, no. uh, just because you're just because you're here, I'll, I'll, I'll give
0: it to you. Really? Oh, thanks, thanks. We'll have to get that award. Get me, get me, get me engraved <laughs> the award. there. Fair play, but uh, yeah, a great year for uh, for the MMA. Great year for uh, for severe men as well. A shout out to all the lads we mentioned before. Uh, Ian doing phenomenal work. Harry Powell doing phenomenal work. Andy Quilsha Spencer coming on board this year as well. Jake. Uh, the other Harry, uh, T.O., Sean Dinny doing great work with uh, Octagon and K, uh, KSW and all of that. I feel like I'm forgetting someone else. McGahan made a brief video. did, yeah. Patrick took a few... Did he Patrick take a few photos? Maybe. he would be taking photos next year anyway, definitely. Um... Jeez, there's definitely someone who we're like we're forgetting. Oh, there.
1: I, I always forget somebody, so I I, I avoid. Yeah. <laughs> even when I'm trying to tag people on Twitter, I'm like I'm definitely yeah, I'm forgetting. Like, who here.
0: the fuck am I forgetting? Uh, there's probably is someone we're forgetting. But anyway, lads, you did it. You all did a phenomenal job. A great job. Thanks to everyone as well. You know the fighters throughout the year who've come on for interviews and people who've you know jumped in to do the podcast. Whether it's you know Philip O'Connor uh, or uh, whoever else it might be down to uh, down down through the year, we've uh, we really appreciate all of you thank you to all the fighters for putting everything on the line we appreciate you and thanks to you graham for uh, for a great year as well on the severe may podcast we will leave it there patreon.com forward slash severe may podcast if you want to sign up and, and help us uh, still be here next year manscaped use the promo code severe may nordvpn.com forward slash severe may as well for a great deal there i am sean Sheehan. that was graham mcdonald and those were the awards for the year. graham we'll see y'all good luck <laughs>
1: Four minutes to try to wrest away this title.
0: But he's got to do something big. He's got to do something really big. He's got to open himself up. If it wasn't obvious enough, Leon is broken out.
1: Shame and he's embarrassed right now of his own performance. This is how you know a fighter is broken, and Leon right now is broken. So, Dean, you think making it to the final bell is going to be his win? That's going to be a victory for him. That's a moral victory for him. Not getting
0: finished. Oh, oh, oh. I predict an earthquake up in here. You gotta empty the gas tank here. Oh, oh, oh. He may have resigned himself to losing a decision. On it, on it. Yes, but that is not the cloth from which he is cut. We can make an earthquake up in here. Yeah! <laughs>